God's Meltdown, and today I am joined by... I'm Eric from the band Eightlaw. I've had your album, Live to Regret, only a few weeks now. It's killer. It's brilliant. Well, thank you. It's, it's stone up, melodic, doom infused. I love it, mate. I'm going to review it soon as. Um, well, thank you. You've released one track, haven't you, so far? Collateral? Collateral Damage, correct. That's the first it's, video and the first single. It's good, man. It's awesome. What's the feedback been like so far for that? Uh, you know, I mean, people like it that, you know, listen to it. You know, the hard part is there's so many bands out there and it's finding the right audience. Yeah. So the people that have found it or have commented on it, it they've, they've given good feedback. They don't say that it sucks. So, yeah. you know, that's the challenge with for any band that doesn't have enough backing or, you know, like a, a lot of backing. So we're working on that. You know, we're working on some stuff to get, you know, to uh, to really get it out there more. So, but the feedback's been good. I mean, the next single is coming out next week too. So I think you heard that. You said you have the whole album, right? Yeah, I have, mate. Yeah, I have, yeah. We're releasing Live the Regret. Is We have a lyric video for that. So we'll start. That's coming out. Oh, today's next Wednesday. Wow. That's great. It's a week's time. Brilliant. So can you tell me a little bit about the band then? Because you started in 1991, isn't it? Is that right? Yeah. Well, that was the the first iteration of the band. I was living in Holland. I was in the the United States Air Force. And um, I I met some guys. There was an original singer. He was an American. His wife was in the military there. So he was there with her. And then we had a, a Dutch bass player and drummer. And, you know, the, the band wasn't even going to be called Itla, which is actually my last name, but yeah. we were looking for a name. And then, the, you know, we, we, we had a million iterations of names. I mean, imagine, if, I don't know if you've been in a band, but for people who've been in a band, it's hard to find a good name. Like it's yeah. been taken or it doesn't fit. And so we, we you know, uh, the singer was like, hey, we're just playing the songs that you've already written. So let's just call it your last name. Nobody else will have that name. And it kind of stuck. You know, we were together for a couple years over there, but then my military contract ended and I couldn't stay. And then I came back to the States and my intent was to start the band again or, you know, continue the band. But uh, it wasn't the right time until about 2008. And so since then, I've been doing that's my only musical project. So COVID-19 came in and I've sort of like, can see by the by the songs and that that a lot of influences come from that time am i right it mostly came i would say covid was part of it but it was mostly uh a very crappy relationship chaotic relationship i was in that's what probably (laughs) right and that the songs came really quickly it just happened to be during covid as well so that kind of compounded things you know, being locked down with somebody and having challenges constantly. And it was great for writing. So got an album out of it. Can you tell me about the album cover? Did you all get involved with that? Because that's really cool. Well, thanks. Well, actually, so uh, for anybody who's a musician and you got to release an album, the second most stressful thing is coming up with artwork. And so for this one, I was, you know, looking on the Internet for different artists. And I found a guy that I liked. And it actually took me a while to get a hold of him, but it was a, a guy in um, Denmark that I cool. found on a website called DeviantArt. Um, and so I liked his aesthetic. I kind of liked some of the um, samples or some of the other, his older work. And so I, got, I finally got in touch with him 
And then I just gave them kind of my idea, my thoughts. And then we just kind of went back and forth in the design. So, you know, I was heavily involved with kind of coming up with the concept. And then he would say, hey, what, what do you think of this versus this, this versus this? Kind of like going to the eye doctor. Do you like one or do you like two? One or two. And so <laughs> yeah. eventually we just kind of landed there. So I think the album to me sort of reminds me of a Renaissance painting. If you look mm -hmm. at the detail and the way that it's done, but that's just sort of my interpretation in my brain. But uh -huh. I think it came out really well. It's brilliant. Um, so would it be releasing the album on vinyl? Or is it just going to be CD and digital? Well, it, eventually it will be on vinyl. The problem with vinyl right now and talking to our record label, they want to do a vinyl version of it. But the album, the cover for the album, everything belongs on a, on a vinyl. Exactly. <laughs> and so that's what we're trying to get. The, the problem with vinyl right now is there's not, uh, at least in the U.S., the, the vinyl people or the vinyl houses that our label has worked with, the, the, the problem is there's not a lot of people that do vinyl. And so when you're a small fish and these giant orders come in from major labels, that's what they're saying is that we can order vinyl, but we'll, they keep getting, he has other albums that he's waiting to get vinyl pressed for. And they keep getting bumped because people come in with these big orders and they say, well, you know, F off little guy, you know, we got this order for, a thousand albums, you're out, you know, you're 100 run or whatever, 50 albums can yeah. wait. They're done. And so we're eventually going to work to get a vinyl just won't be released on November 7th. Right. Well, keep my eyes out for that one, man. Definitely. Um, so what about tours and that? When you, when you go out on the road, do you do live feeds or anything like that? So we can actually see you over here in UK. Well, we've never actually done a live feed. I know some bands are, are getting into that during COVID, but yeah. the investment to do it correctly, you know, it was one of those things that's like, do you invest in a bunch of cameras and a bunch of decent microphones? Because sure, you can live stream from your phone, but it sounds like garbage. So we never really got to the stage of being motivated to live stream. Uh, right. We'll live stream other shows. Eh, I don't know. We might put up put up some live videos. Uh, that might be the closest thing to a live stream. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be good. Okay. Um, so do you still have contact with people over in Holland and that? And would you come back over the water, do you think, with your band? Well, we want to, right? That's always the goal is, you know, we have been to Europe a couple times, like 2014 and 2017. We did these small European tours. Um we we try to get back on, uh, try to try to tour again. It's really challenging. Either yeah. you have to for everything yourself, or you have to try to find these package tours. And we're not being very successful. So we're trying all the angles that we can. If mm -hmm. you know, or somebody on the call knows of a small touring company that sets up tours, or even you know like long weekends, like fly over for a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we'd yeah. be more than happy to. The challenge now, too, is, of course, with the U.K. breaking from the E.U., I know there's challenges with bands. You can't just go back and forth uh -huh. to the U.K. without some hassle. No. So we <laughs> have to come to the U.K. or even, you know, go to, go to the E.U. again. So it's always on the radar. If we can make it happen, we'll make it happen. So next one, then, is a bit like, if you could make up a supergroup of musicians, dead or alive, who would you choose? Oh, well, they have to be alive. Um, God, I don't know. It's going to take me way too long to think of it. 
probably it would be the drummer for Mastodon. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'd be on guitar. I don't know. You didn't say if it would include me or not. Well, I can do, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd rather have Cliff Burton on bass, but he's not alive. I don't really know any, like, I can't think off the top of my head. Geezer Butler, since he's still alive, I'd throw Geezer in there from Black Sabbath. Yeah. Um, God, I don't know. I don't know any, like, current guitar players. I talk about a bunch of old people. Uh, the problem is, you know, today's world isn't like it was. I mean, you look a little older. Like, I, I don't know how old you are, but, you know, you used to know. I'm 53. Like, uh, okay, <laughs> well, we're about the same age. So, you know, yeah. growing up, you knew the name of everybody in every band. Yeah. And, no, you know, it's, impossible. it's impossible. It's impossible. It really is. I know. It's, it's... People don't follow bands on that level anymore where they know the names or they know certain details. Now, some people who are super fans do, but. It's not is yeah. like it used to be, like especially because yeah. you used to have to go get magazines like Metal Edge and Circus, and yeah. you know, and then you'd have to you read about it, and you know, you feel more connected and yeah. different world, you know. So I can't oh, name <laughs> any guitar players right now. Maybe uh, Dave Mustaine would be in the band. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So can you give us four words then to describe your band? Uh, I would say doomy, uh, sludgy, prodgy a little bit, and kind of what you said earlier, a little bit melodic, but that's like six words. Fine, that's cool. <laughs> I think that's, so the, the biggest thing we get from people who listen to the band is they say we sound original, like they have a hard time comparing like what's the specific genre. Because, yeah, I that, yeah. yeah, I take my influences from anything metal that I've ever listened to. And so if it permeates through me and it's like, okay, well, I kind of write, I'm being influenced by this song. I might have a song that I interpret as like a style, but it comes out through, through my style. So it's not quite like, oh, it's not quite like a doom metal song, but it's sort of do me. That's yeah. why you know, I don't, some bands make the mistake of like, everything has to sound the same. If it doesn't sound like a specific, like, oh, that's not us. We can't release it. I don't really care. If I wrote a country song, I'd put it on an Itla album. Not that I could, but I'm saying if I did, yeah, three yeah. metal song. Brilliant, yeah. I'm um, like you're saying. I'll go back to. I mean, the world has changed massively. Are you glad you started out in music when you did back in the day? Right. No, it, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy now, isn't it? It really is. Um, I'm finding TikTok a bit addictive as well. It's like, why is crap? <laughs> you know, TikTok was, well, people were saying it was viable to promote your band, but recently I was trying to upload some new samples. TikTok mm -hmm. now bans anything that's not on, you have, I guess what I learned is you have to publish, if I want to put my song and use it on TikTok, like just say put my video up there, yeah. you have to publish your song or your music on TikTok. That's right. Yeah, you do. It's... Yeah, they're cracking down on copywritten material. Even if it's your material, if it isn't like authorized by TikTok, you can't put it up there. And it's like, never mind. I'm not going to go on TikTok anymore to try to, you know, put the band up there. I know. Absolutely, man. All right. So I'm going to do five questions now, then. So, either or either. So, the first one is festival or small intimate gig? Uh, small. Beer or pizza? 
What was the first one? Beer. Beer? Beer, yeah, beer or pizza. I, I, I don't drink beer. I hate it, so I guess pizza by default. Okay, cool. Um, vinyl or digital? God, um, I guess vinyl because it's hip, but I don't own any. Re- I don't own a record player, so I'm. I'm no. like- I've got a record player. <laughs> okay, saint or sinner? Uh, sinner. And the last one: Who would you rather be stuck in a lift with, Joe Biden or Kermit the Frog? Kermit the Frog. <laughs> well, Brilliant. at least if you were, if you were in the, the lift with Biden and got stuck, he wouldn't remember. So <laughs> that's brilliant. Okay, so you're releasing a new single on next Wednesday, and the album gets released on the 11th of November. Is that right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Do you have any final words for your fans, our viewers, and listeners? I would say most of anything, besides you know finding uh, Itla and, and you know uh, exploring. You know, we have six albums. Uh, sixth album coming out, but you know, keep supporting music in general because yeah. we're at this stage where there. I don't really see again. I'm a little older, but you know, who are the new you know guitar heroes? Who are the new musicians you look up to? Right, metal in Europe is still very popular, but in the U.S., it's pretty dismal. Like yeah. everything is everything is more hip hop, which are the new rock stars. Which is funny because hair metal. Uh, hip hop kind of became the new hair metal with regards to attitude about partying and thinking about women, which is kind of ironic, I think, because people shit all over hair metal uh, for a long time. But then you have hip hop that's like, oh, that's all they sing about is money, you know, and women. And so it would be nice to see a resurgence and, you know, people accepting heavier music. So keep discovering new music and supporting those bands and, you know, trying to get, trying to lift them up because we need a new generation to, to pass the torch.